Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, Armorall, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every $20 you spend on Armorall products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at Armorall.com. Armorall, less work, more clean. Terms apply. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Of course the Earth is bigger than the fucking moon. <laughs> what is the matter with you? Are you sure? Yeah. I think the moon's quite big. Are you joking? I don't know whether you're right. Okay, well... So, wait, so, so you're saying the moon is really that big, Bro, right? I don't he's, know. He's driven around the Earth twice, and that's only a quarter of the moon. Hello, and welcome back to the Pits! weekend we have just had silverstone was sick and here we have it once again it's another race weekend jake where are we heading we're going to what well no we're not actually going to austria but the formula one is going to austria I'm excited for this one. Slightly more energy than uh, last week. <laughs> sometimes, sometimes you just got to give it. Yeah. Yeah. Fabs goes to me. I'm taking it. As soon as you hit that record button, I'm, I'm having it. it was I just, ready. I felt like I was ready to just fly into it. The energy built up all day. I've been sat there. <laughs> two seconds like, after him saying that, the bloody biggest light in the whole room looked yeah. like it was about to end all. Yeah, I thought that was game over. Flying to watch it. Imagine that. Wow, you saved it last minute. Yeah, I know. I had my that leg re- Reflexes, bro. Yeah. Reflexes like a Formula 1 driver. We know this now. I catch the balls quick. I can't wait till we get a simulator so we can truly test out. Shh. Don't tell the people the secrets. Oh, yeah. There's lots yeah. of amazing things happening. We don't want to give it all away. Why don't you tell us about the amazing things that are happening this weekend at the Australian Austrian Grand Prix? <laughs> We're going to Australia, are we? Well, you've got a little quiz coming at the end of the episode, haven't you? I do have a, have a quiz. I have 10 questions. So everyone can learn about Austria. The majority of them are multiple choice. Mm-hmm. Some of them aren't. Oh, that makes it really fucking hard. I think, <laughs> I think anyway. But I know you've been on your laptop for the last hour, so I know you've been Googling all the I answers. I haven't searched already. anything you've on the Austrian it. Grand Prix. Okay. Fab had the mission of getting a quiz together for the end, so you guys can play along and learn about, well, the next Grand Prix. I had the mission of looking at the news, creating a load of stuff, and coming up with what we're going to talk about in today's episode. So I guess that's where we'll go now. Was it a successful mission? Oh! Did you find out a few interesting bits and bobs? <laughs> yeah, this week. You did, yeah. Yeah, I'm busy watching that video on TV. <laughs> uh, that Sidemen video, 20 versus 1. Pretty ledge, to be fair. Pretty funny. Yeah, it's too busy watching that. We'll but yeah, at one point. Yeah, at some point. What are we going to do? Get 20 F1 drivers? No, an F1 <laughs> driver and 20 girls. Or 20 Ooh. F1 drivers and one girl. Pierre Gasly. Pierre Gasly could be the first one. Liked by Pierre Gasly. He'd love it, I think. I think it would be all over yeah. it. Yeah, <laughs> all right, let's send the message. We just need 20 girls. Um, yeah, in today's episode, we're going to be speaking about Carlos Sainz, and is this the start for him at Ferrari? Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. You know? Okay. Could this be the start? All right, all right. We're going to be looking at, could this be the ultimate comeback for Lewis Hamilton? Oh, hello. Yeah, that's a serious title right there for Lewis Hamilton and Mercedes fans. The F1 halo has saved lives, but did you know this about it? Oh, and I'm not even going to tell you. It's a cliffhanger. What? It's a cliffhanger. You have to wait. Bloody hell. If I was tuning into this podcast, I would would be listening to the whole thing. You wouldn't skip for shit. Absolutely not. (laughs) There's 11 race winners on the current F1 grid. Mm. But can you name them all? (laughs) Do you know what? Do you know what? I think I can. I think I can. You're quizzing me now. Oh my god. You'll have to stick around and wait and see if you can name them all later on. And finally, you're going to like this one. Oh yeah. Fernando Alonso now holds the record for the longest distance driven in Formula One ever. And we're going to talk about how far that is. The legend. 
That's right, Fernando Alonso. Yeah, it's like... It's, Can you still believe the other weekend he brushed your shoulder? Have nope. you showered? Nope. <laughs> no, no. no, I sniff it every night before I go to bed. <laughs> I can't believe you didn't notice him that. <laughs> Silverstone was class. I know we said we'd give you a um, longer update and talk about it, but let's just say it was absolutely unbelievable. I couldn't have really gone any better. You can't really go into any more detail other than the fact it was awesome. <laughs> 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 oh, we need to pull it together. All right, me and Jake haven't left the house since we came back from Silverstone because over the last We've three days we got energy. a bit of cabin fever. Yeah, we have. Okay, yeah. Well, let's get straight into it for the first uh, segment. Before we do that, though, if you haven't already, please do subscribe to the podcast, click the like button, rate it five stars. You'll be notified every time we upload. There's a new episode every Monday and a new episode every Thursday. Turn push notifications on. Yeah, get it all on and join us on this pit stop journey because it's exciting and who knows where it may go. But, uh, yeah, we're going to start off with Carl oh, Sainz. we're also doing personalised ringtones. Are we? So, yeah, we are now. <laughs> I said it then. So, if anyone would like us to be their ringtone, then just let us know. We'll send you a voice note. <laughs> or if there, if when you, did you if, decide we're doing this? <laughs> just now. And if you've got any birthdays <laughs> or parties coming up, we can also do a personalised message to your loved ones. What would your, what would your text tone be? See if someone had you for a text. I th- I'd try and whistle our theme tune. What, like... The worst, go. the worst whistler ever. Pick up your phone, you got a fucking text. <laughs> In today's episode, yeah, we're going to be speaking about Carlos Sainz, and this is the start for him. Before we do that, though, the driver's standings, just a quick recap. Oh, Carlos Sainz's it, first ever win. It's got week. significantly closer. Yeah, that's where we're going with this, guys. The driver's standings are starting to tighten up a little bit. Yeah. Carlos Sainz's first ever win. 150 race starts, and his first win has meant that he has climbed significantly up the driver's standings. He's currently fourth, 11 points behind teammate Leclerc. Let's just give a round of applause to uh, Carlos Sainz right now for winning possibly one of the most historic, oh, prestigious race. Grand Prix on the calendar. Amazing race. Silverstone, the home of... I just called it Silverstone. <laughs> Silverstone. Silverstone. The home of British motor racing. Yeah, I know, man. What an amazing race to win. Thank God um, Joe, Albert, and everyone else was fine because that would have, like put a f- bloody massive downer on what was an incredible weekend. You know, thank God they're all right. Yeah. Um, but yeah, his 150th race and he's got his first ever win. And whilst we're on the topic, I just wanted to say to you, could you tell me there's only one more driver that it took longer to get his first ever win? Like he's second in the, it took him 150. That makes him second on the leaderboard. So who's first? Do you know who it is? Who took longer than him to get their first ever win? Longer than Carlos Sainz? Mm-hmm. Lando Norris. How do you know that? Because um, I'm just good with, with it, these kind of. <laughs> no, 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 it's, no, it's not. It's Esteban. No, it's not. It's um. It is Esteban Ocon. No, it's Sergio Perez. Sergio Perez. 190 races, and you know when he got his first ever win? No, he actually got it in. Just quick check of the notes because there's absolutely <laughs> no way I would have known this unless I googled it in 2020. In 2020, he got his what, first he... ever win. 190 race starts, and then he got it. A hundred and I thought you meant in total. No, yeah, so um, hundred and ninety race yeah, starts before, before his first, first win. Signs was one hundred and fifty. Perez wow. was one hundred and ninety, and he did it at Racing Point. Wow. Yeah, crazy. Wow. Do you know why? But why Racing Point? They were good, weren't they? At one point, because well, they stole <laughs> everyone else's ideas, didn't they? I think there was something like that. He did have a lot of luck. I know he had a lot of luck in that race when I was reading about it. But yeah, and Mark Webber is third, hundred thirtieth race, two thousand and nine Grand Prix. I like Mark Webber. Yeah. Yeah, he had a pretty serious crash, didn't he? A couple of them, I think. Yeah, we met him as well, didn't we? And we met him, yep. He was funny as well when he sat on the table behind us. He was a funny guy. It's so weird. I know we've spoken about this so much, but just to just to go, just to dip back in time for a little bit, a little bit of history about Pit Stop, because I feel like we've been going long enough now. Bloody there love are, history. There's stuff back in the day that we may have forgotten about, but no, the first time when we went to that Wings for Life event, shout out Wings for Life, shout out Red Bull, an amazing charity, amazing team. Um, we met, that's where we met Damon, that's where we met Coulthard, that's where we met Mark Webber, that's where we met Christian Horner. Yeah. And it's so weird to think that we met these people so early on and we really didn't know anything about them. No, bro, we were walking around the event with F1 drivers on Wikipedia on our phone with pictures to see who was who, bro. We didn't <laughs> know that, anyone. Is that TikTok still on there? Uh, it's got to be, yeah, surely. Yeah, it is. Guys, it is. go back through our TikTok and try and find the videos of when we were at that event. <laughs> I remember all the comments at the time. Everyone was like, how have you guys done this? Mate, how have you managed it? Shout out to Antonio DeLuca. Yeah, what a legend. Legend. So yeah, it was also his first ever pole position at Silverstone. Oof. So a pole and a win. But yeah, signs his first ever pole. Signs his first ever win. Could so, have gone any better than that. 
But could this be the start for him? Could this be the start for Carlos Sainz? You're a big Ferrari fan. What do you think? I want to know what you mean by start because... Like he's an amazing 11 driver. Eleven points behind Leclerc now. Yeah, he's throughout a... the whole season, the, n- the narrative has been Leclerc and Verstappen. If he's only eleven points behind, why can't the narrative be Signs and Verstappen? Signs is, is Signs is a solid driver. You know, it's not as if he's coming from the back of the grid and all of a sudden he's winning. Like he he's usually there. Do you know what I mean? He has mm-hmm. been a bit unfortunate at the start of this year, but do you know what I mean? It's a brand new year with new regulations. Everything's different. I think people have been trying to get used to their cars. We've seen it with Hamilton. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So. No, I think Sainz is a solid driver. I think he does. It's the win that he actually deserves. Like he's he's he, been yeah, he's he been deserving it, it the whole time. Do I think he's going to be in competition to win the championship? No, I don't. But I think he'd come like third or fourth. Could he be in position as much as Leclerc, who's only eleven points? Or do you think Leclerc is significantly a better driver? I don't think so. Yeah, I don't think so. No, I don't know. It's, there's yet we we yet to see. But I feel like Leclerc's a bit better. Yeah. Yeah. Do you think? How do you think Sainz lines up against Verstappen if they're in the same car? Do you think Verstappen is clear or do you think Sainz is... I think Verstappen's clear. Really? He's, he's a ruthless guy and he's on and off the track. It's interesting you say that. I've basically just clickbaited you into an answer because of a quote that I got. Oh, God, I'm sorry. It cracks me up the way we do this because the show would normally have like a producer or whatever that would go and get all the shit and then just read it out. Me and Fabs are just Googling it and shit, putting it together and hoping for the best. But yeah, Carlos Sainz started his Formula One career at Red Bull Junior Driver alongside Max Verstappen in 2015. So they were actually teammates at Toro Rosso in 2015, Sainz and Verstappen. Did you know that? No. I never knew Sainz was teammates with Verstappen. Never knew that. And Helmut Marko has said... Who's... Helmut Marco. Who's Helmut Marco? The owner of Red Bull. Has said that, good, you know, good, Verstappen good. I'm, glad, is... I'm glad you know. <laughs> is it right? right? Is he the owner of Red Bull? Yeah. Yeah, so uh, Yeah, he said that Sainz is an amazing driver, but driving against Max Verstappen is surely no fun. He said he takes everything to the limit, no matter what the conditions, because he has inc- incredible car control. So Helmut Marco basically said that Verstappen was just so much like better, better, basically, the car control. And that's why he <laughs> got the Red Bull call. Because it could have been signs at Red Bull in, a, in another universe. They were yeah. both at the academy to be going to you know, Red Bull. I think everyone knows by now Verstappen's just that courageous bloke, isn't he? Mm. He's just pretty nutty. Kind of yeah. does, what, does what he wants. He just takes that lunge. He goes that extra extra little bit. Did you see the thing that Verstappen had lodged in his... Have you seen the photo? Yeah, he was holding it. Mate, he finished P7 and he had that in his car the whole time. Yeah, apparently he had like 50% less... Almost 50% less downforce because the underside of his car was yeah, fucked. But yeah, the car was like shaking. He said it was like felt like it was falling to pieces. Crazy, man. Where did he come? Sixth? Seventh. Seventh. And he raced with that. He, he would have probably won the race, I mean, if he didn't get that lodged in his car. Yeah. He was flying, really. This is the beauty of Formula One. You can be the fastest on the track, but then you have stray elements like this, which just fuck your race up. Do you know what I mean? Exactly. That's one thing I loved. Like, um, you wouldn't get a bit of debris. I suppose you do, but you wouldn't get much debris, debris, De Bruyne, on a football pitch. Like, maybe like a balloon or a... Do you know what I mean? Debris on a football pitch. But you wouldn't have a, a bit of carbon. studs or something. Yeah. Yeah, he wouldn't get yeah. debris on a football football field. No. <laughs> what an amazing thought to have. Do you know what I mean? So it's just like there's more dynamic to Formula yeah. One. But basically, all... basically football shit. And the... <laughs> Great. And the safety cars, the safety car at Silverstone, like, brought that whole race back together. I love that. Shout out to... Shout out to Burt Mylander for bringing the field back together. You know there what I mean? There we go. Yeah, he brought them back. Because when there's such a big gap, like, if... As a fan's point of view, I know I know if you were like a Red Bull fan and Verstappen was winning by 30 seconds, you'd be thinking, yes, we've won this week. But as we are, fans of just a good race, like we just want anyone to win, really. Just we want just, a good race. Yeah, we just want to befriend all the drivers. You know what I mean? I want the safety car to bring all the cars back together, like a second within, which they did at Silverstone, which is why we had the line of the Red Bull, the Ferrari and the Mercedes. That amazing battle, that wouldn't have happened without a safety car. No, and it wouldn't happen without these new regulations, I imagine. No. The cars. Yeah. Just, so, just, just amazing. We're starting to see what they're trying to achieve. It's definitely like coming into play. You know what I mean? It's like good to see. I think. Yeah, but they're already putting in plans for the uh, the twenty twenty six changes. Oh, well. really? What are they doing? Yeah, I don't really know actually, but they're looking at it. Maybe we should look into that. They're and let people know on the pit stop podcast. We're only three and, a, come back. three and a half years out. Three and a half years out. What's the team coming in in twenty twenty six? Or is it 2024? Is it BMW? Yeah, but is it actually confirmed though? BMW were in Formula One for ages. I think it is um, confirmed now, but I'm not 100 percent sure. We'll have to confirm that next. I week don't know well. if it's confirmed. We'll look into it. One of the big changes they're making is they're adding uh, orange juice injection into the fuel. For God's sake! Do you know what Callum did the other day? Mm. <laughs> he put petrol in a diesel car. Oh, what happened? 
Well, you can't drive it. <laughs> Does it really break the car? <laughs> I wonder if our fans know who Callum is yet. Well, Callum's going to come on the podcast at some point. Fab works with Callum. Callum's yeah. hilarious. Callum's my friend. And Shout out Callum. <laughs> he's hilarious. He doesn't know much about cars, but he'll crack you up. <laughs> we don't know anything about cars, yeah. so he's in the perfect place. Yeah, moving on to Lewis Hamilton, because we wanted him to do amazing at the British Grand Prix. He completely performed. Uh, you know, third, another podium, which is what you want. That's his third podium of the season. Can you tell me where Hamilton's podium this season? Can you remember? Sorry, say again. He's po- po- been on the podium three times this season. Has he? Can you tell? Yeah, third. Lewis Hamilton has been third three times. I didn't know that. Yeah, this weekend should, at Silverstone. I should have known that. Last- Hang on, no, let me think. I'm going to say last week. <laughs> at, Where'd you get that? Did at, I just put it into your mouth? At Baku. Uh, we weren't at Baku last week, mate. Then we were. Do you actually watch? Uh, <laughs> Where were we last week? <laughs> Don't wave your Speed finger. Up. Come on, I can't sound this stupid. <laughs> said something quick. I haven't got a clue. Do you actually not My know mind is all over the place. It's racing a million miles an hour. I, don't, I can't think of anything <laughs> apart from the present time right here, right now. Silverstone this week, he won at Can- no, came on the podium of Canada last week. Canada last week. Yeah, that's and it. then he came on the podium in the first race of the season. What was the first race of the season? Azerbaijan. Bahrain. Bahrain. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, which is good because Lewis Hamilton's been struggling. When um, you put it like that, though, it makes him sound like he's been doing better than I originally thought he had. Well, let's get into how well he's actually doing there. I think it's because I'm, we're so used to him winning all the time. So this was why I wanted to talk about this. I don't think we talk give Lewis it. Hamilton enough love on this podcast. I think because it's been a quiet season and we're new Should fans, we give him a virtual hug? <laughs> so much <laughs> no right let's get into it honestly because he isn't doing as bad as you think okay mm. he's currently sixth in the driver's standings he's 88 points behind verstappen that is a big gap maybe he won't win okay oh that is quite a big gap nip that in the bud right now don't put that negative <laughs> energy out energy. into the world get rid of that negative energy immediately yeah. lewis hamilton is going to win the 2022 wow. world driver's yeah! championship <laughs> to what i'm about to say oh. right okay could this be the greatest comeback of all time imagine it now it would be exactly what would be perfect off the back of last season if lewis hamilton like won this weekend the and then just come second the weekend after won again and then the gap's like 30 points mm. and then it's like races to go all and right. that amazing gap so red bull dnf verstappen dnfs at austria he wins it that's 26 points to none where does that put him? 56 points behind Verstappen then? Mm-hmm. Or something like yeah, that? Yeah, not far, mate. Because Verstappen's got the biggest gap. It's only like 40 points to... Um... This is what happened last year. It's possible. Like I haven't even been considering Hamilton in this whole fight. Yeah, it's been, For I. me, it's been... Lecl- and I'm sure a lot of other people, it's been Leclerc and Verstappen. I didn't even consider it either. I, did, I didn't even think about it. I didn't even think it'd be a possibility. But <laughs> there's always a but when it's Lewis Hamilton. I've been thinking about it. And Russell's car is clearly de- more developed than Hamilton's, I think. I think Russell is is adjusted to it better because, like we said, he's young and he's willing to learn quicker. He can learn quicker. But I do think they've been trialing stuff on Hamilton's car. Hmm. I do think I do think they've really been trying to figure out these new regulations so that they didn't have a car that was good after three races, so that they had a car that was amazing after ten. Hmm. I feel like they may have held back a little bit, took Russell's data, you know, learned off Lewis Hamilton's car, tried different things. Well, look, how do you propel a new driver to a new team, like, into the fucking media? It's just make him really good in the beginning. It's true. So, like, you know, they wanted a good start for George. So maybe they just gave George... when When you put anyone against Lewis Hamilton, who's the best driver of all time, you know, it's got to be daunting. It's got to be fucking hard to beat him. So, like, just increase a bit more orange juice in George's car. And wait Lewis out. In the beginning, yeah. Warm him up for the team, make him feel at home, make him feel Which good. Which gives them the chance to try everything on Hamilton's car. Because mm. if they know they've got Hamilton's car ready. I'm just saying, like, he isn't if he's had three podiums this season, he isn't having that bad of a season. Like, I think the points is just so spread and Red Bull are so good. Like, that's that's as simple as it. Red Bull are so good. Clearly, Mercedes are miles behind Red Bull at the moment. I'm not I'm not they're they're there, but they were only there this race because the safe you know safety car brings it back or whatever. We're not in Silverstone because we didn't win, but I think if anything can happen here, and I Mercedes are one of the best constructs of all time, so I wouldn't be sure. Wouldn't be like it wouldn't catch me off guard about no. I do think Hamilton will win a race this season. Oh yeah, 
You think that's like an easy yeah? Yeah. Yeah, I'd be surprised if you didn't. Yeah. Yeah, the porpoising's starting to calm down a little bit. Mm. So, you know. He's one of the greatest drivers of all time. Like, we need to give him a bit more love on the pod. So hopefully he starts winning so we can go mad about how You have to look at sort of which tracks are suiting Mercedes more. What tracks do suit Mercedes? Silverstone did, clearly. <clears throat> nice smooth track. Bowling alley, nice sweeping corners. I thought he was going to come second. When he took both them cars in that one corner, I really thought that was it. And then they got him two corners later. I was like, yeah. oh, for God's sake. Oh, I went mad. Yeah, the whole crowd erupted. Yeah, that's what you wanted to see at Silverstone, a British driver. But, you know, he made the podium, so... Hit, hit me with your next topic. We're still on Hamilton. I just found this interesting on my, on my Google searching. And it says, It'll be no surprise that seven-time world champion Lewis Hamilton, arguably the greatest driver of all time, is a top earner, receiving in the region of £33 million per year. That equates to £28,712 per race... Which is seven thousand eight hundred pounds per mile. So every mile, every mile he drives in his wow. car. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It equivalents to seven thousand. Fucking With the price of diesel at the minute, that's how much I pay per mile. <laughs> that's ridiculous. That is crazy, isn't it? Like, imagine just picking it round. Imagine how quick they do a mile, mate. These cars are going like two hundred miles an hour. Yeah. Like, in so a how minute, many how many miles in an hour? Can in they a do? minute, they're doing like three miles, right, or something like. How many miles know. in an hour? Huh? How many miles in an hour? Where if they're doing three a minute, they'd be doing 180 an hour. So 180 what, times 7,000 would be like... At 200 miles an hour? 70, 88, 49, 56. That'd be like 126,000 pounds every hour. At 200 miles an hour? That was terrible maths. I think that was absolutely terrible maths. Are you telling me if a Formula One car is going at 200 miles an hour, it would do roughly 180 miles in one hour? No, the Formula One car was going. <laughs> say, for example, a Formula One car was going 180 miles an hour. Yeah. Yeah. And it was. <laughs> that would mean that they were doing three miles a minute. But how many miles in. So, what? how many miles is that in an hour? 180. <laughs> it's 180. It's three miles a minute. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And there's 60, so it'd be 60 times three, 180. Yeah. Yeah, yeah well, the giveaway is that they're doing 180 miles an hour. <laughs> You know what I mean? Yeah, anyway. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, fuck off. I'm completely sucked, don't I? My God. I actually just fucking suck, bro. No, before we run the music, I'm crying again. Let me just finish what I was saying, yeah? That compares to like people like Joe, Mick Schumacher, Latifi, Sonoda. Joe Lav. Guess how much they... Yeah, love Joe Lav. Guess how much they earn per lap. Sonoda. Yeah, so Hamilton earns about... 200 to 7,800 per mile. Guess how much they make per lap, like Sonoda and that. Sonoda and that. Mm. Just chuck a load of drivers in together. Um, I don't know, like 500 bucks. No, mate, they make 147 pounds per mile. So Sonoda is making 147 pounds per mile. Hamilton is making 7,800 per mile. Well, uh, still ain't bad, though. Highest paid sportsman in the world, and I think arguably I agree so. You see the amount of sponsors they wear. Like, it's one of the biggest sports in the world. This money's there. Most well, handsome sportsman in the world. He some, is a beautiful some, sportsman. Some, some would say. Yeah. He's some a, would and say. he's a lovely guy. He's inside, a great role inside, model, or just a great out. person. Yeah. Naomi knows him. Yeah. And Naomi's great as well. And she's told us that he's just an amazing guy, so. Naomi's going to come on the podcast. Shout out to Naomi if you're listening. Hopefully yep. you are listening. And another one. She's not listening, bro. Yeah, she's not listening. <laughs> and another presenter. Say no more. Say no more. Say, say no, no more. Run the music no and be quiet.
As we saw this weekend, the Halo very much saves lives. It's an incredible addition. Um, I mean, I don't, to be honest, like, I know it's not a funny thing to say, but clearly I don't really think he would have been very well off without the Halo after that, would he? He would have just been scraping along with his helmet. Yeah. No. Well, that's what I'm saying. It would have been. So it clearly I saves th- lives. I think it would have been lights out, to be honest. It's an amazing addition And you know Formula why I One. think that? Because the chassis, the roll, ca- the roll cage collapsed. Did it? And it shouldn't have. Oh. You know the thing above their head? With the air intake? What, behind them? Yeah. The, that the, collapsed? It collapsed. But the halo didn't. So the halo really did but protect that, it. But that's the roll, the roll cage is inside that intake bit. That's not meant to collapse. Wow, I didn't know that. And it did. That's crazy. That is dangerous. So that no, so the Halo genuinely, if it was no Halo, it would have been lights out. Also, did you see the crash in Formula Two? Yeah, that would have been it again. As well. Lights out, mate. Game yeah. over. Well, this is pull the curtain. And one of the other ones, which it definitely saved a life, Grosjean. Did it? Well, and the best bit about that is I found out that in 2018. Um, before its introduction, before the Halo's introduction, Grosjean said that the Halo had no place in the sport. He said that he didn't like it, it has no place. And I, then, I watched the video where it said it saved his life too, but I don't know how, so yeah, tell me. And, well, he went between the barriers, didn't he? Yeah. It's when his car set on fire. Oh, so the barrier could have just... It's, yeah, yeah, 100%. Yeah. It would have just chopped him It would have just chopped him in half, as horrible as it yeah, sounds. Yeah, yeah. But it just absolutely stopped it, and now he says, he agrees, he's like, yeah, the Halo saved my life. This halo is going to save so many lives. Like, it, the percentage still, is apparently... It's still the, an open cockpit car. Like, I don't think it's, a, like it's... Yeah, it's literally a safety feature. It's not as if, like... Because that's what a load of people, the old boys, were saying. Like, oh, you know, Formula One is an open cockpit sport and you're ruining it and doesn't look nice. And yeah. it's like, that car would look a hell of a lot worse if it had a guy splattered in it. Yeah, you know what I mean? without a doubt. And you've got to keep these drivers safe because... You know, the drivers are what make this sport amazing. And ultimately, you don't want anyone to get hurt. I mean, no one's stupid. If you crash at 200 miles an hour, you're probably going to get hurt. But with a halo, you're just stopping yourself from the really serious stuff happening. Like There was just a lump in my drink. Oh, really? Oh, I just swallowed it, yeah. It's probably mild. <laughs> I think it is. Look, look around the cap inside there. Have you not cleaned your back up? I do. That's disgusting. I do clean it. Yeah, the halo has been an amazing addition. Did you know that the halo can withstand... Yeah. A London bus. How mad is that? A, a London bus could drop on a halo. And it wouldn't break the halo. Mm. The halo would just be there. Aircraft grade titanium. Would you want to sit in a Formula One car and have a full double decker <laughs> Should we do that? Should we do it as a video? Maybe not a double decker bus. How about no? If we can get a, a Formula One car with a halo, how about we drop a car? Not a, not a bus, just a, like your car on my head and see if it withstands it. No. No? No. I'll do it. Mm. Look, if Google says it withstands a bus, I'll let it withstand a car, mate. Oh, Formula One already said that the fucking thing wasn't meant to crumble, but it did. Oh, the okay. roll cage. <laughs> Maybe I can imagine if <laughs> Maybe you just... Take back imagine a... if you imagine survived that. it, but you had no neck left. Like, it was just head and shoulders. Even worse, if we just did it. We were so excited. We filmed the intro and everything. We'd do it, and then it just lights out. Jake Boy's <laughs> Lights out, and away we go. Who would you do piss up with? falling bus. You'd need a new host. I would do it with... Uh, one very, very lucky fan. Mm. So, guys, <laughs> shut up. DM the DM us on Instagram, Twitter. Hit the like button, follow, subscribe. Bottas. <laughs> yeah, hit the button, rush you there. Hit the like button, subscribe. Hit the share button, and if Jake dies, one of you lucky subscribers. <laughs> what a morbid thing to be One saying. of you lucky subscribers could be joining me on pit stop. There is 11 drivers on the Formula 1 grid currently yeah. that have won a race in F1. I want you to name all of them. 11. Go. Wait, wait sorry, say this again. There's 11 drivers currently on the grid that yeah. have won a race in Formula 1. Who are they? Won a race. Okay. I'm counting on my fingers. Right. Carlos Sainz. Yep. Lewis Hamilton. Yep. Max Verstappen. Valtteri Bottas. Yep. Sergio Perez. Yep. Sebastian Vettel. Yep. Charles Leclerc. Yep. Pierre Gasly. Yep. Lando Norris. Has Lando not won yet? No. I thought he'd won one. No. Okay, forget that one then. Okay. Um. Dun, 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 who's left? Who's dun, left? Who's left? I always fuck this dun, up. Dun, dun, Is it really dun, obvious? Dun, 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 dun. You're forgetting a few. Daniel Ricciardo. Daniel yeah, Ricciardo. Yeah. That's, that's what, 10? 
You're missing a few. You said 11. How many are you on? I've done 10. Oh, have you done Ocon? No, Ocon, Ocon's 11. Oh, so Ocon's the last one. Yeah, yeah you got Leclerc, Hamilton, Verstappen, Sainz, Perez, Alonso, Gasly, Bottas, Ricardo, Vettel, and Ocon. My favourite driver. <laughs> <laughs> so there must be 12 then. So you can't even count. No, it's 11. You must have just counted wrong. Okay. Well, what a terrible section. That just went to absolute shit. We hope you enjoyed well, it. I got all of them apart from two. <laughs> but now it's the final section before the big Austria quiz. This is a good one because it's about your favourite driver. Fernando Alonso has now driven 92,000 kilometres, which is the longest distance in Formula 1 ever. And I've got two, 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 two laps around the world. How do you know that? Oh, you've seen the fucking graphic, no, because, haven't you? No, I know the width of the world. <laughs> you Shut up. You, that is not how you know. Oh, what, so do you know the other things in the graphic 45. as well? 45.5,000 kilometres. Well, shout out to F1 because the graphic was wicked. Fab's already 46. clearly seen it. How many marathons is that? It's like 300 and something marathons. No, it's 2,195 <laughs> marathons. Oh, That's right. what the same distance. Christ. And it's 54.2 million Fernando Alonso's lying on the floor in a line. Bloody hell. That's how, yeah, and 2.3 times around the earth. And he has driven a quarter of the moon. The distance wow. to the moon. That's crazy. A quarter of the moon. The distance to the moon, right? No, he's drove round the quarter of the moon. I don't think so, because the moon's smaller than Earth, than Earth mate. <laughs> no, it's what it says. Surely The not. moon can't be smaller than Earth, or a Formula One have absolutely blown it. Look, I'm literally going to get you the graphic up right it's now. It's the distance to the moon. Mate, don't, 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 because honestly, Formula One posted it. And if it's wrong, are you sure that the Earth is bigger than the moon? How sure are you? Of course the Earth is bigger than the fucking moon. <laughs> what is the matter with you? Are you sure? Yeah. I think the moon's quite big. Are you joking? I don't know whether you're right. Okay, well... So wait, so so you're saying the moon is really that big, Bro, right? I don't he's, know. He's driven around the Earth twice, and that's only a quarter of the moon. Quarter of... Oh, quarter of the way to the moon. Yeah. <laughs> that makes significantly How more the sense. the fucking moon, otherwise? Du, 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 du. That would mean the moon was eight times bigger than Look, Earth. Shut up and bloody do the questions. It's eight your turn now. Eight times bigger than Earth. Guys, I hope you enjoyed my little part of the podcast. If you did, rate the podcast five stars, subscribe. Glad you know that Anonzo's driven a quarter of the moon. Here we go, guys. Let's, let's roll some more music and get into some questions. Now... Hello and welcome back <laughs> to Question Time with Pitstop. I'm a mouth full of water. My name's Fab. I've got Jake sat here next to me. And here are 10 questions about the Austrian Grand Prix, the Red Bull Ring. Which que- is this weekend. Which is this weekend. July the... 8th to the 11th. Correct. The Austrian GP has reinvented itself more than once over the years. But when was it bought by Red Bull? 2004, 2010, or 2014? I love playing these games because I genuinely don't have any idea. So it's just 10 clips of me cut up on TikTok and Instagram (laughs) of me just completely guessing. Sometimes you get them right because you Google them before I ask. What was it, 2004, 2010? 2014. Or 2014. 2014 is too recent, man. They've been at Red Bull Ring for a while, haven't they? And I feel like 2004 is too old. But then at the same time, I feel like Vettel drove at the Red Bull ring for Red Bull. So I'm going to just go 2010. I feel like 2010 would probably be about the right time for when Red Bull took over. Correct. Yes! However, what? <laughs> uh, <laughs> so they, they bought it in 2010, but they had some issues with like the uh, the renovations that they were doing and it was delayed for a few years. So yeah, it didn't actually return to the F1 calendar until 2014. <laughs> Did you just help me out because I got that wrong? Well, no, you got it right. Oh. But you said, oh, I feel like they've been racing there for longer. Like 2014 seems too soon, but that's when they started. Oh, yeah. No, that's what I meant. Mix up in words. That's where I was going, man. Question two. Question two. The Austrian GP has the shortest lap time on the calendar with one minute, 5.619 seconds. But who set it? Max Verstappen, Valtteri Bottas, or Carlos Sainz? That's a bloody short lap, isn't it? Yeah, it is. They're gonna, we need to play it in the game later. Some quick fire laps. Yeah. We haven't got F1 2022 yet, though, so we're still on the old one. Yeah. But, yeah, we'll set some power laps, see what we can get. We will. Verstappen, Bottas, or Sainz? Yeah. Well, Sainz has literally only got one pole and one win. 
and that was this weekend. So I doubt he's got fastest lap. <laughs> Verstappen's got loads of wins, loads of poles. And I'm sure Bottas is... I think Bottas has eight wins in Formula 1. I could be wrong, but I think he does. It's probably Verstappen. It's a Red Bull ring. Maybe Red Bull practice there. I don't know. I'm going to go Verstappen. He did have it. He did? But now it's Carlos Sainz. When? Uh, How has Carlos Sainz got the fastest lap? Yeah. Well, so he didn't win or get pole, but he got the fastest lap. Max Verstappen's was like one minute, six seconds or something. And what did Sainz do? One minute, 5.619. I think it was in 2021. Wow. Or 2020. So maybe Sainz won this weekend. Maybe. Is he good at this track? Could he come back and win again? Maybe he could. Back to back? Who knows? Have we seen any back to back winners yet? Did Verstappen win two in a row? Well, I, thought, I thought Claire did, didn't he? Maybe, yeah, I can't remember. I'm not sure. However, Max... This podcast, a place to be for all your Formula One facts. Max does have the most wins at the Red Bull ring. How many? He's got four now. That's quite a lot. So Matt, maybe maybe Max and Sainz he was He was level with Alan Prost. They both had three, but Max has got an extra one. So who's the most successful driver at Red Bull ring ever? Yeah, Max. Is he actually? With four, with four wins, yeah. Wow. Yeah. The 2002 Austrian Grand Prix is remembered for controversial reasons between Michael Schumacher... And Rubens Barrichello. But what happened? <laughs> Barrichello, it's multiple choice. I know. I already know what happened. I've, I've read an article on it. When did you read it? Just, just a minute know. ago. Max Verstappen stole Barrichello's cheese string. Is that what it is? Out of his lunchbox. I heard it was a baby bell. It was, yeah, it might be. There's a, there's a bit on. of miscommunication in the translation. Yeah, team orders. And Barrichello wasn't happy about the cheese string being stolen. Right. And that's what happened. This is what actually happened. Well, one of these... Barrichello was ordered to hand over pole position to Schumacher on the last corner, giving him the win. Schumacher crashed into Barrichello on the 25th lap, which put both teammates out of the race. Schumacher threw up in Barrichello's helmet after he got leathered on champagne after the race. But you said it was caused problem in the race, didn't you? It just says the Australian the Austrian GP is remembered for controversial reasons. I don't feel like as a teammate you'd be that pissed off if your teammate won and threw up in your helmet. I think you'd laugh. Like if you were my teammate in Formula One and you won, I'd be buzzing for you. If you then threw up in my helmet, I'd laugh so much. I'd keep it. I'd be like, This is the helmet fab threw up in after that win. But what if they had been maybe they were both competing for the win? You'd still be happy for them. Maybe yeah. you'd be pissed off. You'd be like, fuck, he's just won it and he's just mm, thrown up in my maybe, helmet. Yeah, true. If, they, if you weren't friends, that might <laughs> like be Why couldn't have you just thrown up in your own helmet? <laughs> true. You know I mean? Why has he even got his helmet? Exactly. Well, I feel like that's probably bullshit. I'm going to go, don't, as soon as I said that, he's kicked me and given me them eyes. I don't mean to kick you. I reckon the one bout, them having to swap the position back. I can see that maybe it was for like Schumacher winning a title or something and they've gone, no, you've got to let Schumacher through. And he's not been happy about it. That's all I can remember. However, the crashing into him does sound like that could have happened. The helmet one sounds like complete bullshit, though. Anything can happen in Formula One. <laughs> yeah, fab. I'm sticking with my answer. Are you sure? <laughs> yes, I'm sticking with my answer. Are you sure? I'm a million percent. Correct. Barrichello was ordered to hand over pole position to Schumacher on the last corner, giving him the win. I knew it. Um, How did you come up with these other ones, by the way? Did you just get one stat and then think, hmm, what will Jake potentially yeah, think is yeah, true? Yeah. However, I didn't write this down, but I do kind of remember it. So after that, so yeah, Schumacher was given team orders to take first over Barrichello. So he did, even though Barrichello was like winning the race, obviously. Um, but then Schumacher tried to give him the top step on the podium. When oh, they were, what? When they were celebrating, back? yeah. Oh, so they were like good mates then? Well, I mean, Schumacher obviously realised like, this guy was going to win and yeah. they've given it to me. But he tried to give him the step. Whether he took it or not, I don't, I don't, I don't know. Oh, wow. I didn't know that. Yeah. Crazy. You learn something new every day on Bloody Pit Stop. On Pit Stop Podcast. <laughs> <laughs> why have you gone quiet and why do you look so serious? I was trying to think how to intro this next one, but oh, never mind. There's a big one, is there? How many gear changes in a single lap of the Austrian Grand Prix? 23, 32... Or 45. Now, Jake, you do have three lifelines. <laughs> you have used one of them. What have I used? You've used Ask the Audience. So you have phone a friend or you have take away one random wrong answer. Okay. Now, your friend Jake Smith is available to call if you if you would like to phone a friend. Is he really? He is. <laughs> he did get it right last time as well, didn't he? He did. Jake is good with gear changes. <laughs> All right. So 
I'm gonna ring Jake Smith. I'm gonna phone a friend and ring Jake Smith, and you gotta tell Wait, him the question. You, you wanna you wanna call Jake Smith? I'm phoning a friend because I haven't got a clue on that one. Computer, can we please <laughs> call Jake Smith? I let you read the question to him. Okay. Ring ring. Is he gonna answer, man? He should do. I prepped him. Did you? Is that why you said I got phone a friend? He's at home all day. So he's he sat there, his phone's ringing, he's thinking, oh, for fuck's sake. If he doesn't, if he doesn't answer, he's... He's thinking, I know it's these lads He's going to ask me some bullshit about Formula One. He doesn't even You know he's staring it. at his phone right now. He's, <laughs> he's going, I'm not going to hang up. I don't want him to think, I'm just going to let it ring out. <laughs> he's not answering, is he? Don't take your... Okay, we, we do actually have a backup. We do have one more person. Do you really? On call... On hand. No way. Who is it? If you, we need it. Fab's picking my phone a friend. Fab, announce to me who is my phone a friend. Computer, please call Sam Smith. No! Everyone, you could have rang. <laughs> Sam Smith. No, call failed. This is definitely his number. Yeah. Is that the right one? That's Sam Smith new. Oh, right. We'll get there in a second. Sorry okay. about this. We're right, gonna here keep, it comes. We're going to keep this live, though. We're yeah, keep, keep it, it live. Keep it live. Here it comes. Come on, Sam. Come on, Sam. Don't let me down. He's at work all day doing nothing. He should answer. He'll definitely answer. Hello? Hello, Sam. You're hi. Hiya, mate. You're live on the Pit Stop podcast. Please don't swear. Fucking hell. <laughs> so we've got your friend Jake here, and I've just asked him a question. He's going to read you out the question and the uh, multiple choice answers, and I want to. S- he wants your help, basically. Yeah, okay, go on. All right, cheers, Sam. Thank you. Hiya, Sam. Yeah, I need some help. Um, it's a Formula One related question again. As you know, you did great last time. Yeah. So I need to know how many gear changes in a single lap of the Austrian Grand Prix. It's multiple choice. Twenty-three. Choices, please. <laughs> yes, well, Sam, you don't have to jump the gun. They're they're coming, my friend. They're coming. Right. Twenty-three, thirty-two, or forty-five. That was Monaco, though, so that would have had a lot less. More, a lot more, a lot more, because there's so many more corners and it's quick. What were the other two? And by the way, I passed my theory test today for my driving. Let's go! Good man, congratulations! (laughs) Thank you, everyone. Well done, mate. Good luck with the practical. Yeah, that's not going to happen. When's that happening? I don't know yet. Whatever. Uh, what, are the, what are the low options? Yeah, what are the options? Uh, the options are 23, 32, or 45. But you said a lot lower, so I'm going to go to the lowest one. 20, whatever it is. 23. <laughs> Just read it out to you. Okay. You sure? Sam. Yeah, I think so. Sam, we are running out of time. Oh, it's cooking. Eh, eh. Please. Sam, the time's running out. Are you locking in, locking uh, 20, in 32? 23. 23. Huh? 23. Final answer. <laughs> Oh, all right, all right. Thanks, Sam. Thanks, Sam. Cheers, cheers mate. Cheers, cheers, mate. Cheers. <laughs> bye, bye. Now, Sam went for 23. There's no way again that we're going with what Sam thinks. That is literally none. 23 gear changes in a whole lap of Austria. He has just passed his theory test. <laughs> mate, what are the options again? 23. 23. Yeah. 32 or 45. Even 35's too long. Too many. It's 45, definitely. That's, there's no way they're 23 what did you, gear changes. What did you just say? It's got to be 45. 45? Yeah. Funny part is, I handed you my phone just now, and the correct answer was in bold. <laughs> you haven't noticed it. <laughs> Wrong! No, well, yeah, I gathered that when you said the correct answer was it the middle one. Yeah, 32. Well, thank God it wasn't what Sam said. 32 gear changes. Sam was useless. Sam was far away. I was far away. Yeah. Okay, well, sorry, guys. You haven't learned anything there. There we go. Well, no, they did. Got the correct answer in the end. How many drivers DNF'd in the 2020 Austrian Grand Prix? Five. You don't want the multiple choice? What's the multiple choice? None. Two. Five. <laughs> or nine. They said nine? Oh. Yeah. Oh. Was there like a big smash up or something? I felt like there might have been a big smash In what Grand Prix? 2021? 2020. Oh, there's a reason now. If you haven't done last year, I reckon there's a reason you've done 2020. And if you've done that, I reckon that's because there was something that happened. Little hint. Okay. Little hint right now. Yeah. It may or may not be helpful. There were no crashes. (laughs) (laughs) That just burst your bubble. I'm going with nine. Nine DNFs. I reckon it was water. 
I reckon like the water, the tires or something. Little hint for you. It did not rain <laughs> in the 2020. <laughs> Grump. I'm gonna take the hints I've been given and go for zero. <laughs> I lied. It may have rained. I don't know. What? I don't know if it rained or not. Okay, I don't know. I'm okay. I'll just go with what I originally said. Five DNFs. Wrong. Ah, oh, for fuck's it sake. It was nine. You're jitting me. It What's the point nine. in taking my answer and nine. changing me back nine. another way? Oh no, it might have been this. Nine Here's DNFs. another tip. So, I go. It'll be nine. You go. Here's a tip. So wait, you've so far you've got one right. <laughs> Is it one? I don't know. Let's just let's not. Not, one, two. We don't need to go into it. It's a fun quiz. It's you not got, about how many I no, get right. We're absolutely, we're, we're marking this. We're completely. No, marking we don't this. need to. You've got one out of five questions right so far. That's embarrassing. It's bad. Um, I can tell you who they were if you want. Go on. Verstappen, mm. Ricardo, Stroll, Magnussen, Grosjean, Russell, Raikkonen, Albon, and Kvyat. Whose fault was it? What happened? They all just had technical mm, technical faults with really? the car. Yeah, yeah. Power cut. The thing is, Jake, yeah, is now you know the name, you know the the names of the nine drivers that DNF'd in the 2022 Austrian Grand Prix. You're right, I do. Yeah, so who won it? In 2020? Yeah. I don't even know who won it last year, let alone the year before, mate. We didn't watch then. How am I meant to know? It's multiple choice. Oh, well, I'll need the multiple choice. Valtteri Bottas, Lewis Hamilton, or Lando Norris? Lando Norris has never won a race in Formula One. <laughs> um, uh, I didn't know that either until I saw that graphic. <laughs> I thought he had one. I run. thought Lewis Hamilton had one. Maybe I'm completely wrong. You mean Lando Norris? Did I just say Lewis Norris? Wow, this podcast has been 45 minutes. Let's, we, let's speed this we up. We promised them a long one. They've got a long one. Let's speed it up. Um, I'm going to say... VB, LH or LN? LH. Lewis Hamilton? Locked wrong. in. Wrong. It was Valtteri Bottas. This is going terribly well. <laughs> Two current team principals are Austrian, but who are they? Toto Wolf. Yep. And I know who it is, but I don't know his name. Uh, give me a sec. It's the Alpine boss. <clears throat> What's his name? I can't think of his name. It's the Alpine boss. We saw him the other day. He was stood behind us outside the garage, actually. Oh, yeah? Yeah, I saw him. Yeah. Um, it's him. An Austrian man. Is it not him? <laughs> he, oh, he might be American, actually, not that guy. Okay, if it's well, not him... he's a French team. Yeah, he's probably French then. <laughs> uh, maybe not. Maybe not. Mercedes Austrian. Aren't Austrian. Toto is. And this is a hard one, really. Benotto isn't. Probably wouldn't expect you to get this any further. Wow, who's who's um, Alfa Tori's principal? I've never seen him before. Who well, is it? That's who it is. Is it? Yeah. I was just thinking about who the principals are. Franz Tost. Oh, yeah, France Tost. Yeah. Yeah, I thought it might be him. Yeah. Alan Prost. That sounds a lot like France Tost. Alan, French Toast. Alan Prost. <laughs> swinging that fucking war ball around. Still, still the full of energy. <laughs> so much energy on the Pit Stop Podcast. Voicing. I'm sweating. Right, we've got three left. Three How left. many laps does the Austrian Grand Prix have? 56, 67, 71, or 78? 78, final answer. Wrong, 71. <laughs> 71, though, still a lot. I thought it'd be a lot because I knew it was really short. Which constructor has the most wins at the Austrian Grand Prix? Mercedes, Ferrari, or McLaren? Definitely not McLaren. Actually, no, they could have been quite good before. How long has the Austrian Grand Prix been around? Can you tell me that? 2014, and then, but it was before that as well, for ages. Oh, for no. ages. so it could be McLaren. Could I'm just going to go Ferrari. It was McLaren. <laughs> Six sake, wins. Man. This is the worst quiz I've, I ever took part in. Last question. I'm embarrassed. Let's make it a good one. Then. We might have to. Uh, I tell you what, yeah. Since I've done so terribly bad, let's finish off the 40th episode. The yeah. fucking 40th episode of the Pissed Up Podcast on a win. Yeah. That was an unnecessary swear word. I apologize. It was. That was stupid. That was really, really Don't fucking do it again. <laughs> the F1 calendar raced twice at the Red Bull Ring in 2021 because of COVID rules. But what did they name the circuit the second time they raced there? The Styrian Grand Prix. The Australasian Grand Prix or the Viennese Grand Prix? Why would it be called the Viennese Grand Prix? Viennese is some sort of cake in it or ice cream or something. <laughs> That's Vienna. Oh. Vienna's in Austria. What did you say? Theresa Grand Prix. The Styrian Grand Prix. Styrian Grand Prix. The Australasian Grand Prix or the Viennese Grand Australasian. Prix. Australasian. That sounds like you've just taken the piss now. Like Australian, Australasian. No, Australasia is <laughs> a real place. Red Bull, what? Australasia is a real place. Is it? Yeah. 
Isn't it just the Red Bull Ring still? It's actually got a whole new name. I mean, the track is called the Red Bull Ring, like obviously Silverstone, but they call it the British Grand Prix, right? I don't think it's called the Australasian. <laughs> I, and I don't reckon it's the Thierry Masu one. So to get it right, to finish off the 40th episode of the Pistol Podcast, ladies and gentlemen, I think it's called the Styrian Grand Prix. You locking it in? I'm absolutely locking it in. Jake, Fabio. Come on. You've just won it. Yes! You on the fourth episode! Won it! Yeah, we We're finishing off with an amazing win right there. Well, you look really upset about that. Were you just not what what's the matter? No, I just got a bit overexcited. <laughs> yeah, that was exciting, wasn't it? Yeah, Verstappen won won both of them as well. Wow. Madness. Thank you very much for listening to this episode of the Pit Stop Podcast, wherever whoa, you are whoa, in the whoa, world. Whoa, 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 hold up. Hold up. We need our predictions. Oh, yeah. Thank God you're here. Fab, Austrian Grand Prix. Take I, it away. I'm going to fly into mine while you write yours. I've got you them, done I've got Okay. Uh, predictions. Verstappen win. Yep, you got Re- the same. Red Bull ring. Probably, probably race there a lot. Leclerc second. Ooh. Perez third. Ooh. Yeah. Verstappen win for me. Yep. Signs second. Ooh. And in third, the one. The only Lewis Hamilton. That's my mating call. Sounded like a cockerel. My mating call. Lewis Hamilton back on the podium, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you very much for listening to Pit Stop Podcast. We hope you've enjoyed it. If you have, please like, subscribe, follow us on Instagram, TikTok, at Pit Stop. We'll be back Monday morning for our race review. Can't believe it's race week again. Hope you've enjoyed this longer episode. For all of those of you who have been asking, obviously this is Thursday's episode. We haven't confirmed that we're going to the Austrian Grand Prix, so I guess it's looking like we're probably not going. But anything can happen. (laughs) We're not going. Anything can happen. At this point in time, we're actually not going. But if something comes through and we're on a flight tomorrow... We're there. (laughs) We're there. Okay, we would go. But yeah, thank you very much for listening. You guys are the best. How are you going to finish today's podcast? What are you going to say? Pressure. Let's go! Austrian Grand Prix, let's have it! Spirit Studios.